and you are a creative, uh, you're also susceptible to mental health issues. And I challenged him and I was like, but it doesn't have to be that way. Like, does, do the two need to be synonymous? I'm like, as people who work in music, like you get to change this as someone who works in mental wellness, I get to change this. Like, let's come together and change this because I don't want to believe that to be a creative or to be a musician or to put, um, impressive and, and inspiring things out into the world that we need to sacrifice our mental health. So I didn't like that. And I believe that things get to be how we want them to be if we just decide that that's how it's going to be. I have an amazing and rewarding opportunity to share with all of my fellow business owners, authors, podcast hosts, anyone who's got a message to share with the world. Sponsor a girl to go through our membership called Empower Hour, and we will reward you with a shout out of your business. We'll share who you are and what you're doing in the world. And it's going to be such a win-win because we're introducing girls to their superpowers in our membership, and you get to be a part of it, and then you get rewarded. It's all good stuff. I hope that you will join us. Check out more information at melodypormorati.com slash sponsor a girl. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the show. I'm so excited to be here with you. I feel like I need to take an Instagram photo or post a photo on Instagram for you of exactly where I am as I am recording this today. Um, I am certain that you are going to hear lots of birds in the background, perhaps some waves, um, perhaps some dogs walking by. I'm on the boardwalk of Main Beach in Laguna. Um, for those of you who've been following along for a while, you know I'm trying to manifest a life here one day, one day. Um, and I try to do as many trips as possible here. And I am here with my daughters right now. Uh, they are in the room sleeping, of course. I am still on New York time, even though it's the end of our trip. So I get out really early every morning and I take a two hour walk. Um, and it's just so clarifying and so cleansing and so wonderful. Um, and today I want to talk about many different things, like things that have happened on our trip. Um, and the lessons that they bring, there's always a lesson, right? There's always growth that can take place when we are actually uh, willing to show up for whatever it is that this beautiful um, school of the universe is here to teach us. So the first thing I will say is, um, have you heard the quote, nothing ever really goes away until it shares with us what it's here to share with us? Um, so me and my girls have been so looking forward to coming here, but the fact of the matter is, um, no matter where you are in the world, like problems don't go away just because you changed your location, right? Like nothing changes until you do. And that's a realization that we had. We were talking about it. Some of the things that perhaps we felt like maybe we could run away from for a week or, um, things that we just didn't want to uh, think about for a week, but that's not real. That's not real life, right? So yes, we're in this beautiful location and we're seeing beautiful things all day long, but if the feelings in your heart aren't feeling beautiful, 
there's work to do. So the work is always ever present. It will always be there for us to look at, to get introspective about. And um, that's one of the things that came up for, for me and my girls on this trip. And I will probably go into detail a little more, a little further along, but I just kind of wanted to put that out there right now. There, there's no running away. We're not running away from our problems. Nobody is. Nobody is. So do the inner work. Um, because if you don't do it now, it's just going to show up a week from now or a year from now or at a different point in your life, you're still going to have to do the work. And it doesn't have to be bad work, right? It gets to be um, just opening your heart and figuring it out, out what's there, what needs me to take a look at it. So... Um, while we were here, well, first of all, two of my best friends live here. So we've seen them, which has been just so good for my soul and for my girls because their children are like cousins to my girls. So um, just like something I, I've been thinking about is like, you know, those connections that mean something to us, we need to work for them. Like we can't just take them for granted and hope that people will be there when we want them and need them. It's like these are relationships that take work. And if it's worth it, you're going to do the work. You're going to be there for your friends. They're going to be there for you. You're going to keep the lines of communication open. So um, I'm so grateful for that because these are friendships I've had since I was literally three years old. So we're talking over 40-year-old friendships. Um, and the other amazing thing that that we just did yesterday was that two of our incredible, brilliant, inspiring Girl Life coaches came to visit um, with us. They also live in Southern California. So they, we spent the, the morning and part of the afternoon together. We took some brand photos, which they just turned out so beautifully, probably just because the energy was so rich because we all love each other and we're there for a common purpose. My girls were the photographers as well as, um, Luce, Luce's daughter, Monse, um, and Kara was there. It was just so, so lovely. And like, a testament to something we were discussing after we took the photos and enjoyed the beach. We were hanging um, at a Mexican restaurant in town and we were just talking about the fact that my goodness, it's like when you can't find a community that you want to be a part of, you get to create one. And that's literally like I very intentionally um, created this soul family by you know, you put out content in the world that speaks to you. You put out work in the world that moves you and inspires you and your tribe finds you. That's really what happens. And we were discussing how beautifully that has happened for all of us and how um, we feel so lucky, any of us, like wherever we may travel, wherever our lives may take us, we've got other girl life coaches that we can reach out to and connect with and collaborate with. And um, it's just, it's just truly a beautiful feeling. And we ended up going to, there is this incredible um, record shop called Spectrum Sound, or I'm sorry, Sound Spectrum. I always get that wrong. And it's just this like really loving space. You go there, the, the, the beautiful human, the man who owns the store has been there for years. And he just makes you feel like you're part of his family when you come in. He teaches you about music. He asks you about what you like to listen to. He's really been like cheering on and championing my daughters with their band. We gave him stickers. He put them up in his store. And we're always like purchasing band tees and like records from him. 
So I took our girl life coaches there as well. They loved it as much as I did. Um, and we got into this beautiful conversation with the owner about how like this is a safe space for people to come and to just be themselves and to exist. And, you know, community is like the, the through line that um, runs through every successful business I know. It's no joke that when you create community, um, it's it's not about sales anymore. It's like you're creating the community and people just want to be in that energy. People want to show up for what it is that you're putting out there in the world. So when you walk into his shop, you can't help but feel safe and seen and loved on. And then you become part of that and you want to purchase things from him just because you want to be a recipient of that love and someone who gives back in that way. So when we talk about entrepreneurship, it's so important to lean into community. And I have another example of that while we were um, here. We went into this one store two times and basically what it is, it's like a bunch of just like Laguna shirts, but he'll also take shirts and he'll put like a design on them for you. And what I immediately noticed when we walked into his store was that he created community. He literally from the back of the store, like shouts out, welcome. Hope you guys are having an amazing night. Let me tell you what our store is all about. Let me share what we do. And he immediately creates rapport with his potential customers. And you just, you know, there's this synergy there and you just start to like him. You just can't help it because he's just showing up with authenticity. He's being who he is. And so somehow, um, this is at like nine or 10 o'clock at night, my girls and I get talking to him about um, entrepreneurship. I think he tried to make a deal with us and, and Noah was like, you're such an entrepreneur. And it was just very interesting. The conversation that took place, he found out that I was a coach and he was picking my brain about what it's like to be a coach. And, um, he was saying, I think I, you know, it's something that I want to do. And we got into this whole conversation. He's like, but what do I have to give? Like, what do I have to share? What can I really teach people? And I was like, it's so obvious to me. The second I walked into your store, like you're doing business your way. You're creating like a culture of comfort and friendship when people walk into your store. So what you're going to teach is your unique way of converting a sale, of doing business, of creating community. So that's three examples right there that I'm sharing about community and how community speaks volumes, especially in any business endeavor. That's what it's about. And I'm actually going to have um, an amazing woman. I, I think I've mentioned her on the podcast before, Shop with Caroline. Uh, next week, I'm interviewing her when I get home. And she's all about, like, sh she's taught sh what she ultimately sells. Like, if we're looking at what she's physically selling, it's clothing, right? She's like an affiliate for Amazon and jewelry companies and things like that. But what she's giving us is community. She's talking about aging gracefully. She's talking about rocking what you've got. She's talking about, you know, connecting with friendships that mean something and authenticity and showing up in the world um, unapologetically. That's what she's giving us. She's selling us clothing, but she's giving us community. So Girl Life is one example. Caroline is one example. Sound Spectrum is one example. And this 
gentleman that this young guy that I met in his clothing store in his t-shirt shop is just another example. So when we lean into community, business becomes fun and easy. When we lean into community, business becomes fun and easy. How can you implement this in something that you are doing right now? So something else that came up while we, like two things that I wanted to bring awareness to. I feel like none of this is arbitrary. Like the things that happen that I take notice of and come and share with all of you, like there are no coincidences. There's a reason for it. Um, so we were sitting on the beach and there's these like adorable young girls having the time of their lives with the sand and creating sandcastles and just having fun. And one of the girls started to cry. She couldn't have been more than two years of age. And so when I share the story, I want to share that I am not coming from a place of judgment. I'm literally coming from a place of, I would want to share this example because maybe it's something we've been doing and maybe we can open up a conversation about it. So this father, this young father says to his daughter who starts crying, stop crying or I'll call the police. Um, and sadly, this is not the first time I've heard this in my life. Um, I actually heard it a lot when I was younger. I remember it. Uh, and what is, what does dialogue like this do? What do directives like this do? Um, they, they instill a fear-based uh, existence for our children. We become scared. We become fearful. We become alarmists when constantly there's a threat of calling someone. Forget the fact that, you know, we, we, we'd like to believe the police are good people, right? Like, I can't speak for all police officers, just like I can't speak for all humans, but like, we're, like, they're there out there doing good work and there for our protection and safety. So saying that we're going to call them is turning them into something we should fear, right? Not welcome. That's number one. But number two, it's that, you know, fear culture. Like, why are you saying you're going to call the police? I'm going to be scared. And, um, I'm always going to be on the lookout and like, I'm just going to have that like feeling of, oh my God, my heart is beating so fast. So the poor girl stops crying because her dad said that he's going to call, call the police. Now the father got the result that he wanted, but I ask of you, are there other ways that he may have gotten her to stop crying, right? Perhaps opening up a conversation about how are you feeling? Like what's going on? Um, in this community, you know, we, we talk about feeling the feeling. So just asking our kids to stop feeling, I don't think, you know, it's, it's really, um, blocking their emotional wellness and blocking their growth. So that's one thing I noticed that was very fear based. And on the topic of our friend, whose name I really need to get at, at the music shop at Sound Spectrum, um, he was talking about uh, the drug campaigns of the 80s with like Mr. T and Nancy Reagan, where it was like, just say no to drugs, right? Just say no to drugs. Yeah. In an ideal world. Sure. That's, that's what the message that we're trying to say, especially to young people. Um, but when you say, say no to drugs, and he actually brought this up because we got into the topic of psychedelics and experimentation with drugs and all the people we've lost. Cause what I said to him, um, we walked in there and Kara and I like the Foo Fighters and sadly their drummer, uh, Taylor, who's 
who lived in Laguna, um, they haven't really released how he passed away, but we believe it's suicide. And so they had like things out there for him in, in, in memoriam. And I said to him, like, what can we do to open up this conversation about musicians and, and their mental health and how so many of them are taking their own lives? And he gave me a response that I, I challenged. He said to me, well, sadly, um, actually it wasn't him. It was the young man working in, in the store. He couldn't have been more than like 20 years old. And he said, sadly, um, when you, when you are a creative, uh, you're also susceptible to mental health issues. And I challenged him and I was like, but it doesn't have to be that way. Like, does, do the two need to be synonymous? I'm like, as people who, work in music like you get to change this as someone who works in mental wellness i get to change this like let's come together and change this because i don't want to believe that to be a creative or to be a musician or to put um impressive and and inspiring things out into the world that we need to sacrifice our mental health so i didn't like that and i believe that things get to be how we want them to be if we just decide that that's how it's going to be. So like for my daughters, I don't know if music is going to be a part of, well, I shouldn't say that music will be a part of their lives forever, but I don't know if it's going to be like their, their, the craft that they earn money from when they're older. Um, but it's definitely a possibility. And I would never want to believe that because they're musicians that they are more susceptible to mental health issues. So um, we got to be careful what we put out there and what our words are and what our beliefs are because our beliefs we internalize and live out. And so if we choose that it doesn't have to be that way and we get to make it different, then um, we're opening up a world of possibilities for brilliant young minds who have amazing things to share to not fear mental health issues and not do the work that they're here to do because they think it's going to um, impact their mental wellness. So anyways, back to the um, Just Say No to Drugs campaign. He was saying that like, you know, what about opening up a conversation? When you say just say no to drugs, you're saying just say no. And that is that. Let's not talk about it. Let's not talk about, you know, the fact that you did them and why you did them and why are you anesthetizing something that's going on in your life? Like, you just say no, you put a Band-Aid on the problem, and you don't get to the real symptom of why the child feels they need to do drugs in the first place. And so when I talk about community, he was saying, like, we welcome the kids here who don't understand that whole concept of just say no. They may have tried drugs. They may have experimented. They may be, he even used the word, he's like, they may be tripping, but we open up our doors and we help them. He's like, we help them. We don't just numb the issue by saying, just say no to drugs. We say, come here, talk to us. What did you do? Why did you do it? Let's open up a conversation. So once again, community, community, community. That brings me to the end of today's podcast episode. Uh, I'm loving these episodes where I get to kind of just share what is on my heart. Um, and this was a good one for me. So thank you. Uh, if you love what you're hearing, please, please, by all means, uh, share a review. It's so easy to do and it speaks volumes for us as a podcast to keep doing the work that we're doing. So, um, I, I thank you all who have already left reviews. I appreciate you all more than I can 
Express. Um, if you've ever considered sponsoring a girl for our Empower Hour uh, program, you can absolutely do that for a business shout out. I will shout out your business on my podcast um, when you sponsor a girl to go through four months of my Empower Hour membership. So consider that and that you can find more information on melodypormorati.com slash sponsor a girl. And in the show notes, I promise to include the links to that as well. I love you all so much. Thank you for letting me share my heart here with you. Um, And I will talk to you again next week. Thank you so much for your listenership. If you love what you're hearing, please consider leaving us a five-star review and subscribing to the show so that you don't miss an episode. These reviews are so very helpful to us and we are so grateful for each and every one of them. If you'd like to hang out with us on Instagram, give us a visit at Girl Life Empowerment. Can't wait to see you there.